0: The Chris Hahn Show.
1: Good evening, America, and welcome. This is the Chris Hahn Show. I'm your host. Chris Hahn, the truth is on the air. Truthfully, tonight, America. uh, Can we just talk for a minute about the slow-moving coup that is becoming the fast-moving coup that is what's happening in Washington right now with the President of the United States deciding that he has an enemies list? You know, at least Nixon had the understanding to try to keep that quiet. We didn't know about the enemies list. This president has an enemies list, and he's actively taking action against those enemies. And he sends out his propagandist, Sarah Sanders, on a daily basis to name names. To say, these are the people who are my enemies. And by the way, he includes as his enemies the free press in this country that is critical of him because there's a lot to be critical of. This is something we've got to talk about tonight, America, and I am live and I am taking your calls. 631-451-1039. Again, 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation tonight, pick up the phone and give me a call. 631-451-1039. But there is a slow-moving coup that is becoming an actual coup in America right now. The Republic is at risk. I don't think Nixon was nearly as bad as this man is. Nixon had this enemies list that he wanted to mess with. And with various levels of success, he messed with some people. This president today, yesterday, took away, or yesterday he announced, he did it back in July. He took away the security clearance of the former CIA director, Mr. Brennan, John Brennan, because John Brennan has disagreed with him on numerous occasions. Now, America, that's not what we're about. This is a banana republic style of governing. This is something you see in third world nations when the strongman ousts the other strongman and they either kill, lock up, or exile all the people who worked for the other strongman. Then they change the name of the airport, they change the name of the roads, they change the name of the stadium to reflect the new leader's name and his family name. That's what's happening here in America right now. We have a president of the United States... That is saying anybody who did not support me is an enemy of the state. Where are the Republicans in Congress, the people of his own party, cowering in their boots at the fact that their base might reject them? I have said this time and time again this is something to risk your career on, America. This is the history of the, excuse me, this is about the future of the Republic. This is about America itself. This is about what we stand for. We are not about your party versus my party. We are about this country, and the freedom to express themselves. We have a president who has called the press the enemy of the people, who is taking away credentials from people who might be his political rival. I'm sorry, John Brennan is not some wishy-washy liberal. He's a man who has dedicated his entire life to public service, who has served Democrats and Republican presidents. And by the way, everything he said about this president seems to be true. And I think that's Donald Trump's biggest problem with Mr. Brennan. Donald Trump's biggest problem with Mr. Brennan is that Mr. Brennan speaks the truth about Donald Trump. Mr. Brennan said today in a New York Times op-ed that there's no doubt that there was some sort of collusion with Russia. It's the question whether or not it rise to a criminal status Or if there was some obstruction of justice to cover up that collusion, he believes that the president of the United States campaign and maybe the president himself actively worked with the Russians to influence our elections. America. This is a slow moving coup. Where are the good people on the right to stand up like they did to Nixon, America? Richard Nixon was not going to resign because Democrats wanted to impeach him. Richard Nixon resigned when the leadership of the Republican Party went to Capitol Hill. And, excuse me, went to the White House and told the president it was over, that they would support the articles of impeachment and he would be removed by the Senate. And that for the benefit, for the, you know, in the interest of America, it was time for him to resign. Now, look, America, I don't know that this is an impeachable offense. And I have been one of the people out there saying we can't impeach Unless there's something to impeach about. The president has the authority to remove credentials. The fact that he's done it for this reason. And by the way, went on national, when it was interviewed by the Wall Street Journal, which by the way is owned by Rupert Murdoch, who also owns Fox News, was interviewed in the Wall Street Journal and basically said, I am removing his credentials because of the Russia investigation. Now America, I don't know if this is an impeachable offense yet. I don't know if this is an impeachable offense yet. But I do know that Republicans need to start getting this man in line. We haven't had a Saturday night massacre, but it looks like we're going to have a couple of Saturday night cuts. And the president of the United States needs to actively, actively be monitored by Congress. I don't I, now I'm waiting. I'm waiting to see this happen. I'm waiting to see I'm waiting to see who is going to be the first Republican senator who is not giving up his seat to stand up to this president. I don't I'm I'm not confident anybody will ever do it. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of this national conversation. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Jay in Suffolk County. Jay, how you doing? <laughs> Hey, how are you? I'm doing great, Hi, man. Allison, Thanks for I'm, calling.
2: All right. I don't really have any uh, political background at all. I'm not into politics. I just have a small plumbing business. I, I just, the last six months, I'm doing better than I've ever done in my life. Right. I just don't understand why I think this why are you making it sound so bad out there? It's people have money. They can AJ, have to AJ, can...
1: God bless you for doing well. Okay. But the economy, okay. Was on, the economy was on an upward trend before this man took office. And I expect it to continue to go well. And I'm I'm happy that you're doing well in this economy, but you know what? You could have a president who has sound economic policies. My problem with this president is not, look, I'm not fully in favor of his tax cut. And I think that, uh, you know, the, the short-term benefit you might be getting right now is going to be more outweighed by the long-term effect, especially the, look, Republicans are always about decreasing the debt. This, this, tax cuts going to explode the debt including all the spending he's doing. I just found out he's going to spend 96 million dollars on a parade. Think about that for a minute. Okay. Uh but that said, we can have a president who has economic policies that help you, Jay, but are also acting like an American president and not some ruthless third world dictator taking away uh clearances from people who he perceives as his enemy. I mean, this is nonsense.
2: Yeah, I, I, at the same time, I have a hard time. Killing, I mean, listen, I know he does things that are ridiculous, and he sounds, you know, he, he should stop tweeting and all that. But i was just a working slob, you know, on Long Island, struggling to make ends meet. I'm doing, like I said, I'm doing better than I ever have. And, and Jay, I, I really have a hard and Jay, time really caring about all that. I, I get you know, it. And, and Jay, it.
1: that's the problem yeah, we have man. right now. Jay, the problem we have right now is, yeah, you are doing better than you ever have, and this man's taking credit for it. And, and look. He deserves some of the credit for the economy. He's been president now for 20 months, right? He doesn't deserve all yeah. of the credit for the economy, but he deserves some of the credit, and I will give him some of the credit. But the things he's doing, the little changes he's making to our republic, that is the problem that long-term is going to hurt us all. And we've got to have – republic. I'm not saying to remove them. I'm not saying impeach them. But somebody in his own party needs to stand up to this man and get him to act in the traditions of the United States of America. That has nothing to do with his economic policies, Jay. The, the fact that he's attacking and and, and leading you know, and creating enemies lists and lashing out against the press, calling the media the enemy of the people. This is America. We have the First Amendment. The, the, the press was so important to the founding fathers that they, it's the only profession that is protected by the United States Constitution. It's
2: amazing to me. Yeah. So I don't know, Jay. I, like I said, I don't have a soapbox to get on. All I know is that I fell asleep the other night with CNN on. Really, honestly, and I woke up with having anxiety attacks. <laughs> I was having nightmares all night. It just—I think everybody needs to just you know take a breath and get together. And well, to Jay, what I really That's need I is say. a
1: guy like you. I need a guy like you to care about what the presidents doing in this country. And, and say, look, I want to have both a good economy That's going to help my business thrive And I want to have a president that respects The Constitution of the United States of America And our traditions Jay, thanks for your call, I appreciate it 631-451-1039 is the number 631-451-1039 uh, If you want to be part of like national conversation This is the thing, America I agree with Jay I get it, if your business is booming right now You're like, why is everybody complaining about Donald Trump But my problem is, is that long term, the damage this guy's doing to the country is not going to be good for Jay's business. It's not going to be good for anybody. 631 451 1039. Let me go to Joe from Brookhaven. Joe. Good. Joe. M- Mr. Hahn,
2: how are you? I'm sir?
1: doing good, my man. How you doing?
2: I'm so pumped up. The president's coming here tomorrow. Aren't you excited? Yeah, the president will be
1: on Long Island tomorrow. I am not excited, but, uh, you know, he tends to, to screw up traffic for me, but okay. <laughs>
2: You're heading
1: out to the Hamptons? No, I'm not heading out to the Hamptons, man. Uh, I'm not a, I am not don't go to the Hamptons. I try not to go to the Hamptons between Memorial Day and Labor Day. I try to leave that uh, it, to the people who are, like, from off-island.
2: Amen. Amen, the city's split. I like the Hamptons. Yeah, I, and-
1: can I tell you something? I love the South Fork. I love the North Fork. I like it in the fall and the spring. <laughs> I don't go out there that much in the summer.
2: Absolutely, but he'll be at Krebreski. I'm hope I can. I got to work. I'm working in Yafing, but I want to get the kids up there to see Air Force One, and I don't know if he's going to take a helicopter out from there. But uh, You
1: better hope no, he takes a helicopter out from there or traffic on twenty seven is going to be it is gonna be the worst it's ever been he's gotta take a helicopter. He's, he's not. He's not taking a helicopter? No, the midday guy is actually driving one of the cars. Oh, he's doing a motorcade uh-huh. out from Gobresky or from, from here? Kobresky. K- K- Kri- 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 Oh, because I didn't see... Usually when he flies into Long Island, I see a C-150 yeah, you see the, or here. Yeah, you see security walking up and down. Yeah, you know, yeah. I haven't but... seen any of that tonight. So, yeah. yeah. No, no. He's flying
2: into Gorabreski. He's got... The Air Force One's going into Gorabreski in West Hampton Beach. The this Naval the Air Force Base.
1: Yep, 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 yep. yep.
2: Going into it. So and then it's just a 20-minute ride for him in the motorcade, probably down sunrise. But that's so exciting. I wish I could take the kids there. Maybe I'll, do it. Maybe I'll catch them on the way back. This is... He's restoring America's core values. Bro. Yeah. It's well, what the man's doing. God, country, and family. Let's the see. What is well,
1: being... Joe, 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 what's on your mind other than the president coming here?
2: What else should be on my mind? <laughs> the president <of> the
1: United <laughs> Joe, States you love that man. Home, you love that man too much. Joe, all I can ask is that when you finally see the light on him, you call me and tell me. Thank you, man. I love you. Thanks for calling. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Michelle in St. James. Michelle, you're on the this air. I'm doing good. How are you?
2: All righty.
3: I just wanted to take a moment because the way you're talking about Trump taking away the clearance is a little ridiculous.
1: You don't think that a president taking action against his political uh, opponents is weird?
3: Absolutely not. He is taking away the clearance from what? Someone that's not in control anymore? Well, the purpose the right? reason why that
1: guy has clearance is so that the current CIA director could call him up and not have to clear current, things for him. Yes. Right. And you so
3: when you're when so, you're not uh, in control anymore, you shouldn't have clearance of the United States.
1: Michelle, you don't know what you're talking about, okay? No, every president, every president has allowed clearances to people who've come before him. And CIA directors will tell you that they want to have the input of the people who came before them. They don't want to just allow people to have no, they want to, they, you know, you want to have continuity of government. You want to have institutional knowledge looking at world affairs. What the president did is not as bad to uh, Clapper as it is to himself. He has made this country weaker, excuse me, by Brennan. he's He has made this country weaker. Because he refuses to allow people who may disagree with him To be part of the conversation with his own people To advise on issues that may be important to them To get a second take on things There is a coalition of former CIA directors Former national security types That keep their clearances Simply so that they can be called upon By the current people in those jobs this doesn't benefit Brennan at all. It benefits all of us, and the president is ridiculous. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Vinny and Selden. Vinny! Hey, bud, what's going on? What's going on, my man? What's on your mind?
2: Uh, why does John Brennan need a security clearance? I just explained it. Were you not listening? No, I turned it off. The guy tells me, turn it off. Don't make you ready to laugh.
1: oh. <laughs> You're gonna have but to listen I mean, to the replay. I'll, I'll, I'll give it I'll give it to you in I'll give it to you in a uh, in a in in a nutshell former CIA directors former national security types are often called upon by their current people that are in the job to help them analyze things so that their institutional knowledge can be used by the people in the jobs right now it is something that's gone on forever sometimes companies hire people that have security clearances because they need those security clearances to deal with the government there are 4 million okay. people with security clearances in this country so
2: that was that was then
1: no, okay, give dead. me a break. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Joe in Rocky Point. Joe!
0: <laughs> hey, Chris.
1: Hey, uh, Joe. First,
0: first, of all, first of all, he should never have gotten a security clearance, and he should never have been in charge of the CIA. Oh, oh you mean the guy and who's no been a patriot his whole career?
1: in the Communist Party, Chris. Okay, so the guy who was... Uh, Who has been in this job, who's worked for the government, who's been a soldier, who's been a CIA director, who's been a public servant his entire career, served Democrats and Republicans, should never have had the job because he dare speak ill of Donald Trump? Is that what you're saying to me, Joe? What Trump did was 100% correct. (laughs) <laughs> you're out of your mind, Joe Why? So you think the president should just, no, should just You're should out just, of your mind, Chris you think, that you, you think that the president of the United States You think that the president of the United States should have the power To simply remove Clearances from his political enemies Or do things to damage And hurt his political opponents? Is that what you think? We're not
0: going to have open borders We have to fix our immigration
1: All system right. we'll you, Again, this, you know. you're clearly off topic, Listen. Joe He's clearly off topic, Mike He's clearly off topic 631-451-1039 I, I mean... The point of the matter here to all these Trumpets that called in is that this is the president of the United States, not the president of like Colombia. This is not Juan Carlo Perón of Argentina. This is the President of the United States using his office to punish his political opponents. This is Nixon's enemies list. Only Sarah Sanders just tells you who's on it from the podium, and no Republican. You know when John, when when uh, when Paul Ryan was asked about this a month ago, Paul Ryan said that the president was just trolling John Brennan on Twitter. Well, where are you now, Speaker Ryan? Why so quiet, Speaker Ryan? Is he trolling him on Twitter? Or did he actually take action? You know, Paul Ryan, you're not running for re-election. You could be honest with the American people. Why don't you just tell us that you're just afraid of Donald Trump? My only solace in this whole thing is that November is coming, America. November is coming, and there will be a new Congress... And that Congress will have more Democrats than Republicans in it, and they will have subpoena power, and they will subpoena this man. They will subpoena these people. They will subpoena, subpoena, subpoena. There will be hearings. We will get answers. Because, God, the Congress we have right now is like the president says, jump, they say, how are you, Mr. President? Ambition is supposed to be made to counteract ambition. What do we have now? What do we have now? We have a Congress with no ambition, no drive to challenge the president. A Congress that just is lapdog, a bunch of sheep that say, Mr. President, that's what they are. They're afraid of the 30% of Americans that will let this man shoot somebody on Fifth Avenue and get away with it. That's what they're afraid of because, yeah, those, those people exist. Some of them just called into the show. Michelle from St. James sounds just like one of those people.
2: He's the president. <laughs>
1: He's the president. He's not King Donald the I. And if we keep allowing this stuff to happen, he will be King Donald I, America. America. He will be King Donald the 1st if we keep letting this go. That's why in November before you vote, ask the question. Will this person be a check? All right, 631-451-1039 is the number. I'm live. I'm taking your calls. Pick up the phone and give me a call 631-451-1039. <laughs>
0: The Chris Hahn Show.
1: back. I'm live. I'm taking your calls at 631-451-1039. If you want to be part of the national conversation, pick up the phone and give me a call. 631-451-1039 is the topic, is the number. The topic right now is, is Trump trying to become a king? And uh, don't forget, a little later on tonight, I got Janet Johnson joining me. Uh, Janet Johnson from Headline News, HLN. You know Janet. She's been on my show a lot. I do her once a month. She's here. She's awesome. Uh, And uh, we like having her on. Uh, I also uh, will be appearing tomorrow night on uh, the Fox News Channel. I'll either be on at 8 or 10, depending on what happens. But I think I'll be on at 8. Saturday night, I will be on uh, Justice with Judge Jeanine at 9.30 p.m. And then on Monday, I will be back on at 10 o'clock on the Fox News Channel so uh, don't forget to check me there. Check me out on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. But you could also call him right now at 631-451-1039 if you want to be part of the national conversation. I am live and taking your call. But here's the thing, America. What some of my callers didn't understand in the last segment is this is America. We are not supposed to have a president that lashes out at his political opponents through his executive power. We are also not supposed to have a president that feels that it's okay for him to constantly now call the free press the enemy of the people or the opposition party. We look, there have been presidents throughout history that have complained about the press and how they've covered them, but they've always acknowledged the press's role in America, our important role. I mean, the, the founders understood this. Jefferson said, you know, that it was essential to a republic to have a free press, free independent press, keeping a check on the executive. He said, I'd do away with all the other checks and balances in government if I only had the assurances that there'd be a free press. Yet this president wants you, wants the trumpets. The 33% of Americans that would let him shoot somebody in the middle of the street and still support him. He wants you to think that the press is the enemy of the people. He wants you to say, yeah, what difference does it make? The president could take away the clearances of Brennan. Look, the president said he took away the clearances from Brennan because of the Mueller investigation. He doesn't want Brennan sitting there with a security clearance, having the you know, having that panache when he comments on what's going on in the Russia investigation. That's really it. He doesn't want him to have that status. Now look, I think he's raised his status. I think more people today know who he was than knew who he was yesterday, which is what happens when you're attacked by the president. So, why people think that that's okay and why the congress has done nothing about it is is what's dangerous to me and it's dangerous to america it's dangerous to our republic it's dangerous it shows how fragile our republic is i've got i had caller after caller in the last segment tell me that it was okay who cares if if donald trump uh decides to Uh, Take away the security clearance of his political, somebody who was critical of his policies. Who cares? He's the president. The president is not a king. The president is elected and the president is supposed to be checked by the Congress and the courts. The Congress has abdicated that responsibility, but lucky for us, America, There is an election in November where you can elect a Congress that will not abdicate that responsibility. That will actually put a check on the president. When the president says, uh, when he calls a former African-American woman who worked for him, Apprentice Star, Omarosa, a dog, you know, a good Congress would censure the president for that. When the president says there are good people on both sides of a Nazi rally in the United States of America, there would be a Congress that would take action and censure the president about that so that maybe he wouldn't do it again. Maybe that Congress would hold up some things the president wants. I I don't get it. There is a one vote majority in the United States Senate. I need one United States Senator. To grow a pair and stop this man's agenda because of the way he's behaving. Who's going to do that? I mean, we've got a couple that are retiring. Flake and Corker are retiring. I need one of them to say, you know what? Enough's enough. I've had it. I am not taking this man back. I am not allowing this man to have anything else happen in his name in the Congress. When are we going to have a Republican stand up and do that? Like they did to Nixon. Stand up to the president. Show that there's an, a co-equal branch of government that has an absolute check on his authority. I haven't seen one willing to do it. They are a bunch of sheep. We want to see people. We want to see presidents checked by Congress. Anyway. 631-451-1039. Let's go to the phones. Let's go to Dennis in Oakdale. Dennis. You're yes. on the air, man. All right, thanks, sir. Listen, I've been listening to you for a little
0: bit. I have to ask this question. Where were you during the 8 years of the Obama administration when they weaponized the government against their political opponents? Who
1: did they weaponize the government against?
0: Any conservative. How?
1: Give me a give me an example. Give me an example.
2: IRS IRS.
1: That's nonsense. Scandal. That's a nonsense scandal. So it never happened. It never happened. It never happened. So the, it never the, happened. The IRS. First of all, if you have a five hundred one c four, if you have a five hundred one c four, you're not supposed to be yeah. you're not supposed to be participating in politics.
0: So so so,
1: so that was okay. Uh, no, no 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 no. Again again, again again. Do you believe in laws, Dennis? Yeah, I do. Right. So the I IRS was do. trying to enforce the tax code do. against people who were abusing it. They were not targeting Republicans and conservatives. That is that a is, lie. Is okay. It is a fake yeah, news. That it is, is fake Sean Hannity nonsense.
0: That is bull. That is bull. You're in denial. No I'm not. That, no, I'm not, Dennis. And now you're
1: sitting here I am absolutely not in denial, Dennis. I am hundred percent right on the facts on this.
0: Against the liberal side. To be quite frank. The the Obama administration was the most scandalous administration. Oh, there wasn't a single
1: scandal. There wasn't a single scandal in the Obama administration. There was like, there was, this is a president whose campaign manager right now, his case has gone to the jury, his campaign manager. And this is the first of two trials of his campaign manager. His national security advisor has pled guilty. Three other campaign aides Have pled guilty One of them went to jail already You're telling me that this And this presidency is only 20 months old A special prosecutor had to be Appointed six months in Fastest ever This is a president who has a hotel In Washington D.C. That has a lease with the federal government That is He is is profiting from that lease, the President of the United States. And he's also profiting by foreign dignitaries staying in his hotel. America, wake up. Dennis from Oakdale wants you to believe that Obama was more corrupt on that? Are you kidding me? Are you absolutely kidding me, Dennis? Dennis? I mean, this is the kind of thing that is nonsense. Absolute nonsense. The president of the United States is basically leading a crime family right now, getting everything he can out of the presidency while he can. It is nonsense. Anyway, 631. 631- Let me go to Jim from my hometown of Center Reach. Jim, you're on the air.
2: Yeah, hey, how are you? I'm doing good, my Uh, man. All right, I've been listening, and it's uh, really rather disconcerting. Uh, You really have your history facts all wrong, my friend. Oh, yeah, correct Um, me. Uh, firstly, as far as the IRS was concerned, that, that was a truism. No, it wasn't. I'm I'm not,
1: Jim, I'm not talking about the IRS tonight. It's a nonsense issue. I don't want to talk about Uh, it. So you want to talk about something else? You want to talk about what I'm saying about Brennan or something like that? You challenge me on that. The IRS nonsense, the whataboutism that Republicans and communists use right out of the Saul Alinsky playbook. I'm not going there with you. Okay, of course you're not No, it's my show It's not the Jim from Center Reach It's the Chris from Center Reach show
2: You can can be your liberal left-leaning You're a fascist Oh, I'm a fascist,
1: Jim I'm a fascist I'm a communist I no longer live in Center Reach Because I'm better at capitalism than you are Idiot 631-451-1039 my number i was a little hard on jim right sorry jim jim from the bottom of my heart i apologize first of all i apologize for for bashing my hometown where i grew up because i would still live there if i could my wife didn't want to move back to centerage i did i liked centerage 631 451 1039. It's ringing. I wonder if it's Jim. <laughs> I, mean, it's, I don't like being called a fascist, though. Uh, I don't like being called a communist, particularly by people who I'm better at capitalism for. Now, I don't know. I don't know where in Center Ridge Jim lives. I don't know. But I'm pretty sure I'm better at than him. That's all I'm saying, Jim. You're calling me a communist. You're calling me a socialist. You're calling me a fascist. But I'm a capitalist. 631-451-1039. Charlie at Waiting River, you are a brave soul, my man. Thanks for calling in. Charlie. Hey, how
0: are you all? Hey,
1: you're brave. Thanks, Thanks for calling so in. Much. What's on your mind?
0: Hey, listen, you know, you were talking about the, uh, the non-scandals under the Obama administration. Mm-hmm. Can you tell me about the,
1: the riot in Benghazi where four Americans were killed? Over oh, America? the Benghazi scandal, which is a big fake thing that we... By the way, hold on a minute. I'm glad you oh, brought it up, Charlie. Charlie, I'm was, glad you brought up Benghazi. And I'm going to answer wait, 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 your question. You hold on, exactly Charlie. I, Charlie, you asked, I'm going to answer. Wait, wait, wait. I'm going to answer. You asked, I'm going to answer. So I'm glad you brought it up because Congress spent... Uh, Congress spent two years, had 11 committees working on it, and all 11 committees—and by the way, this is a Republican-controlled Congress—all 11 committees came back with the same conclusion— That was a video. The the same conclusion that there was no foul play and nothing that the president of the United States or the secretary of state could have done to prevent that. Now, they also wanted to find out what happened with the talking points and what those committees also concluded. And you should read the report because I have what they also reported was while there were mistakes. In, in 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 the early days of 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 what caused this they were quickly cor- corrected 3 days later 3 days later the president of the United States and the happened? secretary of state corrected happened? it so Susan Rice went on Sunday programs congress had 2 years of committee hearings about it why are we having any committee hearings about why the president goes to Helsinki and says to the to the president of the, of the of the Russian Federation that of course i see no reason why you would collude which is it? What? What'd you say? Answer. ask again.
0: What I'm trying to say is allow me to speak for a second.
1: Go ahead. Yeah.
0: Now, here's my question. Susan Rice went on TV on a Sunday, five different shows, yep. talked about the video. Three days after, right? three days
1: after the event. 48 hours uh, after the event. Is,
0: wait, 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 wait. This is after the United Command over there said they had. They were, They were would have right. been able to had to be given the get-go. Right.
1: Go no, they would never have gotten there. And the congressional would, committees have concluded
2: that. Have. Yes, they would.
1: No, they wouldn't have Read the report, Charlie. Oh, yes, they would have, because that's what Sean Hannity says they right there. That's what, what's his name? Levin. Where's Mark Levin? That's what Mark Levin says. I'm telling you, people are brave tonight because I am on fire, Mike, and they keep calling no read the report they would not have gotten there in time it didn't take six hours for the ambassador to die it took two hours read the report oh by the way two years two years they investigated it two years 631-451-1039 I'm going to go to Ashley in Smithtown. Ashley, you're on the air. I'm going to try to be nice to you. I really am because I'm getting worked up. Okay,
3: because that's cool because I'm 19. So I just wanted to say that you're a social family. (laughs) And you don't believe in such to Benghazi. Whoa,
2: hey,
1: Ashley, 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 Ashley. Ashley, you're not allowed to curse on my show. Did you bleep that, Mike? You got it? All right. Ashley from Smith. I got to check. I'm going to just drop her. First of all, she's got... I'm glad Ashley, as a 19-year-old, knows what socialism is. I would, I would have asked her to define it, but she's from Smithtown. Uh, and I'm not so sure that she got that. Uh, I'm not so sure she understands what socialism is. And, and then she drops an F-bomb on my air. Ashley, this is not Netflix. This is live over the radio. Remember, you're getting this for free in your car. The FCC controls this. Holy cow, Mike I think this is her calling back She's probably calling back right now Uh, I am not going to take Maybe I'll take her if she promises not to curse But she's calling me a socialist I want to be very clear, America Ashley has absolutely no idea what socialism is Or what capitalism is Because I'm sure as a 19-year-old She's not a better capitalist than me I don't know. Maybe she's the 19 year old that started the lemonade stand and made a million dollars. I don't know. Maybe she sells wristbands or something and people like her. But I guarantee you, Ashley, I could buy and sell you because you're 19. I mean, unless you're like some rock star who's, who, uh, that I've never heard of because I'm out of touch. 631 451 1039. Let me go to John and Medford. John, you're on the air.
2: She's right. <laughs> She's definitely right. We have to walk away from guys like you. Your show is really bad. John, you you're, love you're my ridiculous. show. You call it every week. You
1: call it every week. You're my biggest fan. 631 451 1039 is my number. John's my biggest fan, Mike. John calls in every week. And then Can't he says we got to walk them. away from guys. Oh, this that is the fake speech. This is the fake walk away movement. This is the the other thing the Republicans are trying to try to They hired this actor They hired this actor to say he was a Democrat, but he's leaving the party, right? He's walking away, is what they say. I keep trying to find out. I I look at the voter registration rolls, and I see fewer Republicans and more Democrats and independents. So the people that are walking away are Republicans. See, it's classic projection. And if Republicans would just sit down with a therapist, they would understand what projection is. They are projecting their own fears that... People are leaving the Republican party. The Republican party is actually smaller than it has ever been in as a percentage of voting Americans in the history of the United States of America. It's less than 25% of Americans are registered Republicans. And I am tired. I am tired of trying to figure them out. I am. Look, I know why these guys are angry because they're afraid. They're afraid that the world is changing and they can't keep up with the change in the world. It's the changing world. It's the changing, changing world. That's what's going on here. Anyway, 631-451-1039 is my number. 631-451-1039. I'm not taking John again. I'm not taking him again.
2: He says he doesn't call every week,
1: but when he does try to call, you never let him speak. You just yell over him. I'm going to let him speak for a minute. John, I'm going to let you speak for a minute.
2: You can't, go, you, I mean, you can't I mean, call me names. I, you can't call me names, John. You don't let people call in and express themselves enough. You talk too much. John, go ahead. Maloney. Express so yourself. I end up going listen to Mark Levine. He's on right now. Express so, uh, yourself. I'm going to switch over to him. I just happened to listen to you for a second. Yeah, I got lucky and got through this time. <laughs> You're usually yapping and yapping. You would shut up. John, all I ask is that you express
1: yourself. Quick, I got like I seven calls what? waiting for me. You're not saying anything. And uh, that Brennan guy, stay tuned, Mr. Brennan. You're going to jail. Oh, you're an idiot. 631 451 1039 is my number. 631 451 1039 if you want to be on the national conversation. I don't know. Is this the same Mike from Medford that called earlier? Or a different Mike from Medford? Ah, I'll see you today. Hey, Mike, what's going on? Yeah,
0: listen, why don't
1: you investigate the Benghazi thing? Benghazi! Benghazi! Benghazi. What? Oh, Hillary Clinton, let's put her in jail. Another Benghazi call. I keep saying, and I will say it again read the report. Read the report, my brothers and sisters. Read the report. Read the report, Benghazi. Read the Benghazi report. It's there, it's online. It was done by Republicans. You don't have to take my word for it. Take the Republican Party's word for it. I didn't write the reports; they did. I got time for one quick call here, Ed. Ed, I got like ten seconds. You're up against a break. What's on your mind?
0: I just uh, wanted to ask, you know, you know, why Democrats always have to be so loud. And
1: <laughs> well, I am, a, I am, a, Ed, and I am a radio host, and I'm trying to be entertained. Yeah. I'm trying to be entertaining. Are you not entertained, Ed? Oh no no! Are you not entertained?
0: Yes 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 I am. Well
1: that's all I ask for Ed is that you're entertained and you keep and listening. I
0: enjoy it
1: and I appreciate. I, and
0: I do I do I do enjoy your show.
1: I, I and I enjoy and I enjoy your calls and I gotta go. I'm up against the break but thanks for calling. Call again in, in, in the last half hour if you want to talk. 631-451-1039 is my number. I got Janet Johnson on the other side of the break and then I'll take the calls again at the bottom of the hour. Where it's at.
0: America's favorite progressive, The Chris Hahn Show.
1: All right. I'm back. I'm live. I will take your calls on the bottom of the hour. Don't forget to watch me uh, tomorrow night, eight o'clock on Fox. Saturday night at 9.30 on Fox and then Monday at 10. I might be on at 10 tomorrow. Check me on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn. On Twitter, if you want to figure out what I'm doing, and I'll take your calls, bottom of the hour, 631-451-1039. But right now, bringing in Janet Johnson. You know Janet. You see her on HLN all the time. You see her on CNN once in a while. You definitely hear her on The Chris Hahn Show. You can follow her on Twitter, at Law. She's one of the best guests I have and one of my favorite people to go to when I definitely need a a soulmate in politics. Janet, how's it going?
3: Oh, you know, (laughs) the usual security clearance, you know, military parade, 90 million. I'm worn out, Chris. This week's been an exhausting one, I would say.
1: So $96 million for the military parade. Is what they're saying it's going to cost that the president wants yeah. to have, and uh, yeah. I guess they're not going to have it now.
3: <laughs> you know, isn't that funny how that, that decision was made after the price tag got, what did it start at, $12 million,
1: Yeah, it was, oh, it's going to cost $11, 12000000 no big deal. I mean, which is like yeah. no big deal unless you need that money to go somewhere else.
3: Or have like health care or, right. you know. Or an investigation into your treasonous activity.
1: Right. I, I I said to you during the break, and I believe this, they canceled it because they want to start saying that the uh, Mueller investigation costs too much. And, and so far... In a year and a half, it's cost about $17 million. So, And what
3: did Benghazi cost? Yeah, uh, I mean, they, the they
1: had 11 congressional committees investigate Benghazi, plus that whole special committee on Benghazi, which in and of itself spent $15 million. Not to mention what the other 11 committees investigated. So, And have
3: we had any investigations into the Niger, um, you know, fubar that Trump presided over? I mean, how... None. What happened with that? Yeah, None.
1: there's been Zero, no investigation. Right? No. Congress has, you know, a, a military guy dies in Niger, and and the president supposedly gave the order while he had steak in his mouth at a dinner with Sean Hannity. Ugh!
3: What a disgusting image with yeah. ketchup. Yeah, there was
1: ketchup, I'm, I'm sure, sure he was like, putting. I'm sure he was at a good steakhouse and he was putting ketchup on his steak because that's, that's the kind of guy we have as president right now.
3: Maybe picking his teeth with a hundred dollar bill. <laughs>
1: um, <laughs> oh no, no, he, he was picking that, his right? teeth with his steak knife.
3: Right, right, right. Lovely. I, I mean, I, I, I just, you know, you keep thinking that we're at low points in our history, and that people will start. I mean, you know, look, he's he's sub Richard Nixon popularity at oh, this yeah. point.
1: Oh yeah, sub Richard Nixon popularity and sub Richard Nixon
3: ethics. Oh. I mean, without a doubt, I'll take Nixon
1: a- in a heartbeat right now. At least Nixon created the EPA. This guy's trying to destroy the EPA
3: Wait, well, want as someone said at least he paid off the burglars in secret. And he, <laughs> you know he had, to- Secret um, enemy list.
1: Yeah, yeah. He didn't have yes. his press secretary come out and say, "Here's the enemies list."
3: <laughs> right, right. I mean, I, again, there was a tweet. I think. What, I don't know. It was it yesterday? Was it six years ago? I'm not. I don't remember. You know, there was this tweet about the reason I'm revoking security clearances is because of the thing that I call a witch hunt. Right. And that is a well, confession. He, he went and said it. Of
1: He went and said it to the Wall Street that Journal. Is- which is, you know, that it's is. not some whip, wishy-washy liberal newspaper. It's owned by Rupert Murdoch. He, he said it to the Wall Street Nur- Journal.
3: Yeah, the Wall Street Journal, which didn't join in with the 350 newspapers that, you know, said that the— I mean, my brother said this to me today. We live in a time where Congress, the Senate, had to enact a unanimous, you know, legislation, a non-binding resolution to say that the press is not the enemy of the people. Right. Right. That, I mean, we, we live in a, in a time where that has to be, that has to be voted. <laughs>
1: I think we have to start calling on every Republican. There, there has to be one Republican senator that is willing now to block everything this man stands for to get they him in line. They they
3: are. I mean, you but they've got to just, they got to right.
1: shut down everything, including the justice. they got to just shut it down. Give him yeah. no more accomplishment, nothing to crow about. Switch parties. Get rid of McConnell if he's not oh, willing to be a check.
3: A thousand I'm, percent switch parties. If you want to you know, give this lip service, you know, the Jeff Flake, the I'm chagrined, you know, it, 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 there's only one thing to do, and you have to switch parties. Right. You have to, you know, leave that party and give the Democrats the majority. Kavanaugh cannot, cannot be confirmed. Especially with his... Don't,
1: his views on executive power alone should be disqualified. His,
3: I mean, because, and at a time where he's handpicked for those views. Right. I mean, again, this is stuff, and I, I know your callers and your listeners are, you know, our fans, I guess. Of I,
1: I have had a million calls tonight, and they were all, not all of them, but mo- I had a plumber call me who was very sincere, and he said, Look, my business is doing great. I don't understand. I'm, I hear you. I hear what you're saying, but I don't know why I should care about it. And I said, but "Well, can't this, we?" I mean,
3: doing great because of Governor Cuomo. I mean, how does he? <laughs> right. What is it? I mean, is he going to vote for Cuomo?
1: I don't know. I don't know. I, I should mean, have asked I mean, him that. that's The
3: question is: Your when things are doing well. I mean, remember we used to care about the price of gas. You know, remember during the when Obama was president, uh, every day it was gas went up. Is Obama going to be impeached? Right. It was like we hung on how much it cost to fill up our tanks of gas.
1: Newt Gingrich had a slogan. And, you know, he put a big two dollars and fifty cents a gallon on like a on everything he sent, and right, guaranteed right. two fifty. And Obama got it down to two dollars a gallon.
3: Yeah, and I'm now costing me more to fill up than it ever has cost me in this car that I'm driving and yeah. that's you know the test is when my business is doing well so now I'm gonna support Trump well I, I suspect his business was doing well under Obama I mean that was the beginning of the recovery right. you know, obviously they're lying about when the recovery took place. And also, they're, they're lying about when Obama took office.
1: Yeah, they're you know, lying about when they took office. They're taking credit they for things that started in November.
3: <laughs> right. It's like, you know, when we try to work out, you know, sentences in, in criminal defense, you know, well, it's the date of the conviction, not the date that, you know, they're, where they're getting creative with the timeline. Yeah. You know, he he didn't get sworn in until the next year. And same thing with Trump. Yep. It's just... You still have to be creatively, you know, kind of. I mean, I'm glad his business is doing well, but at the same time, when things looked up under Obama, just to not want to be a hypocrite, which I try to avoid in life, ask yourself, what would I have done had it been Obama doing these things, or what would I have done? I mean, I know you said some people called in about the IRS. Non-scandal, right? So, if you thought that was bad, I mean, we—I we, had dinner with someone once who said, "You know, he's having people audited. You know, he's using that as a list." Well, we got audited, and we're Democrats, right? I—I you know, I didn't think that that was political retribution, but if you thought that was bad, and it didn't happen, what do you think about making decisions about who gets top secret clearance? Just based on whether they like you or not. Right, I mean, right.
1: They say nice things. about. I mean, he hires people because they say nice things about of him.
3: Of course. Omarosa. Right. Omarosa yeah. Omarosa was the nicest person. So today we hear this tape, which again, I mean, as a criminal defense lawyer, that's that's Laura Trump committing a crime. Yeah. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind that that's a crime what happens i mean can he just pardon every single person well he's going to have
1: to pardon his whole family i think i, I, I really i really think that the next shoot to drop is going to be well junior. it's probably going to be roger stone but it could be donnie junior little donnie oh, yeah, boy I think
3: it's yeah i think it's junior but you know nixon articles of impeachment in, included using the pardon power to basically obstruct justice yeah That's not okay. I know maybe Kavanaugh is going to think it is because we know he, you know, he's being selected for those views. But that was that was an article of impeachment for Nixon.
1: It's time. It's time to shut down this president. It is time for somebody in the Senate. There's three or four of them that are, you know, people who have expressed doubts about this man, including one from a state that would probably back her up if she were like Collins from Maine. I mean, it is it is it's time for them to just say I'm done. I'm not going to support you know, Mitch Collins McConnell. I'm going to give subpoena power to Trump. Chuck Schumer, and we're going to move on.
3: But Collins is not is not great. I mean, she's she, you know she doesn't have any spine. You know, John McCain can obviously do it if he's if he can even get he to can the Senate. He, he's not going to ever run again, obviously. Um, and you know, you and I both worked with Megan McCain. Why not take this moment to just lambast what? you know, how Trump's treating her father. Why not come out and say, you know, I mean, if a Democrat did this, it would be unconscionable. Because
1: her brand is to be the anti-liberal on that show. And, and that's the problem she's got. It's a problem a lot well, of people. Well, you have. and I
3: have been the liberal on shows, so we know how that is. I think she'd get rewarded on the View for doing it, though. I mean, I think she's what she's built as her brand is a free thinking, yeah. Republican, yeah. And she's
1: not doing. By that By the way, and anymore. that's McCain's brand himself. You know, I cry. I, I got to tell you, I think about John McCain sometimes, and I get sad because this country really needs him right now, and he is dying. Yeah. You know, they well, they need a guy yeah. like him.
3: They need a guy like him. And what he did on the health care vote is heroic, yeah. Well, and what he and he's a hero. Of course he's a hero. But again, I mean he's he hasn't reliably he hasn't voted not with Trump. I mean, the other No, than but he healthcare. would stand up
1: to this kind of nonsense in a way that some of these other idiots in the Senate are not doing. And it's driving me crazy. By the way, by the way, I'm let me just let me plug him in. I'm talking to Janet Johnson. <laughs> Janet Johnson, she is on HLN every Saturday morning. You see her there. Uh, sometimes you see her on CNN. You hear her on my show all the time. You can follow her on Twitter at Law. Uh, on the Twitter machine she's there uh she's there. I tweet her out all the time i, I retweet her i she's she's one of my favorite people <laughs> I've never been in the same room with Janet Johnson and she's one of my favorite people. True. so there you go
3: crazy <laughs> it's I crazy I've
1: known you for like five years and I've never met you
3: <laughs> and our path's almost crossed uh it was actually two thousand and sixteen before. The election, a, a time that I think back on fondly, um, in in New York, and we were there. It was June because it was my birthday, and we yep. saw Hamilton. Yes, and I remember the audience cheering, "Immigrants, we get the job done," and thinking. We're uh, gonna win. Hillary Clinton. Yes, Hillary Clinton's gonna be president. America is gonna be continue on this great inclusive journey that we're on. Everything's good in the world. <laughs> and, and
1: then, and <laughs> then, <later>. Dun dun
3: <laughs> dun. <laughs> (laughs) And, you know, again, I know how fun it is to win, that, you know, your party's in control and you get to you don't have to bake cakes for gay people and the world's a beautiful place. But at some point, don't you just get sad, even if you're on the winning side? And and I'm I'm appealing to your listeners. I mean, don't you ever think, I don't want to live in a world where people can't vouch for the fact that the president didn't use the N-word? Yeah, I mean... I, I. uh, That's a simple ask,
1: uh, I, think. I I mean, it should be the easiest thing in the world. I mean, Sarah Sanders, first of all, she lies about everything. Why wouldn't she lie yes. about that?
3: Can you imagine? <laughs> I mean She knows there's proof, right? Yeah, because and- she
1: knows. She must know there's a tape, and it's going to come out. <laughs> I mean,
3: you know, no, no, he, this is someone who will let li- this whole anyone in that administration will lie about crowd size with irrefutable proof. The, I mean, she, they lie about everything.
1: She probably had a conversation with Omarosa about it, and she's probably right? worried and, that uh, the minute she says it, a tape's going right. to come out with her.
3: Yeah. Well, and that is, uh, you know, karma is, as we say, the ultimate B word. I mean, yep. uh, it is lovely. I mean, these these aren't ill-gotten Recordings. I mean, these are legal recordings, and they are
1: so clear. Like, what is she using? I mean, it's uh, better than this show. The audio on those recordings are better than my show. I've got a whole studio. I got an engineer. I got the whole thing.
3: (laughs) Uh, You should hire her (laughs) for your uh, engineering. I mean, today's uh, again. You know, I I loved the Laura pretending. Fifteen thousand a month. Let's see if we can get you. Look, you're making one seventy five. Multiply. Yeah. Oh, it's one eighty. Look at that.
1: Yeah. Convenient. Oh yeah, one (laughs) eighty. That gets you to exactly where you were in the federal government.
3: Yeah, but for doing nothing. And remember, these are small donors that are. And (laughs) like I've seen people tweet that as if this is a nice thing. Like small donors are going to be paying, so we have to worry about their. You know, they're they're small donors. We don't want to take advantage of them. They're paying right. hush money, people. It, I mean, again, if Barack Obama was paying hush money to a former someone who got fired,
1: I debated you know? Sean Spicer on Monday about Omarosa. He went to my
3: college, by the way. I'm ashamed to say. Did
1: he really? I didn't know that. Yeah,
3: he went to Connecticut College. Yeah.
1: So I <laughs> debated Spicy on Monday, and I I asked him point blank. I said, uh, "Are you getting?" Because he has said, "You know, I don't have a I don't have a, a contract with that." I'm like, Uh are you getting anything from the campaign? Because, like, he's got some pack he's doing. He didn't answer.
3: (gasps) Of course he—I mean, the bodyguard is. We know that. Look, everybody
1: who's saying nice things about President Trump, who used to work for President Trump, is somehow profiting from being nice to President Trump. It might be because they need access. I get it.
3: Or he signed an NDA, I mean, which is also
1: illegal. I get that people who leave government might want to be nice to the people they used to work with because they want access. And they sell that access. They're making a living somehow through that access. In the Sean Spicer's case, it's very clear. He's got one of those stupid Republican fake packs that you know, raises money off of uh, you know, little old ladies in you know, Peoria. And, uh, and, and they all like Trump. So he's out there saying nice things about Trump to raise money from those little old ladies.
3: Well, his brand is complete trash now. Anyway, I mean, yeah. who else is going to pay him? And you know, although in college, I was looking at old editions of our college newspaper, and uh, they actually called him because he he ran for office apparently every year and lost every year, and was like a joke for that. And they called him just Sean Spinkter. They don't, they didn't even do it. As they like called a, him
1: Sean Spinkter.
3: In the paper in college, yes. yes, and apparently it enraged him, as you can imagine. It's, oh, that would really
1: piss me off.
3: Yes, right, and uh, and he actually points back to that as like the time that he started hating the press. <laughs> Which imagine? I mean, I was on the college newspaper. It, I mean, to call it the press is really elevating it to yeah a level that it's not. <laughs> um, but I mean, he, he hasn't ever really been. I think one of the cool guys, anyway, <laughs> but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I I just would like us all to come together. And, and even during Nixon's time, there were people who didn't, you know, and I understand that there are people who, if they heard the tape with the N word would probably like him more, you know, and, and I get, I think that there's
1: about 15% of his base that would believe that that would, that would hear it. And they would like him more.
3: Well, I mean, apparently the number is up of people, Republicans in particular, who think people should be able to say the N-word more. That that's actually, you know, we should encourage more voicing of the N-word, I guess, uh, in our culture. And those people will never be able to appeal to. But I have to think that, like, the plumber who just wants to make a living— Listen, you're going to make a living no matter who is president. We're yeah. a capitalist country. Yeah. There isn't these democratic socialists aren't trying to take away capitalism. They and, 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 and they're not a very not big they're not even the big part of the party. They're not. Uh, they're not the party at all. They're a separate party. Right. It happens at the same word in front of it. I mean, that's not Elizabeth Warren is a, is an uber capitalist. She's a Harvard professor who used to be a Republican. I right. Mean, these aren't you know people who don't want to make money. They want to make money, but they want to sh- share more of the wealth with more of the people. And don't they want everybody have
1: to have a chance to make money. Not just a right. few, and, and the problem is people just think that they're going to make the money somehow, and it's just it's just they're not. And well, they just, think
3: they're going to win The Apprentice, and they're going to
1: be right, Donald Trump. Right, and, right, right. They're, and they're, it's
3: rigged, so they won't be.
1: Well, it is. It's completely rigged, so they won't be. I mean, it, it's driving me nuts. And it well, is,
3: logic is out the window. And, you know, I mean, again, what do? You, why don't you want people to have access to health care? Like, really? Why don't How you does- want your own
1: health care? Like, well, this is the thing. I right. think most of the people calling up don't understand that it's their own health care. I mean, right now, we're, the president has signed the, uh, an executive order that allows these bogus plans to exist again that Obama got John- rid of. The, and junk. the junk plans. It basically gives you a card that says you have health insurance, but you don't have health insurance. <laughs> well, just-
3: I, you know, and if, you know, put, if there was an emergency, you might be able to, you know, have the bullet removed from your head. Or, right. But you're not going to get, you know, preventative care. You're right. Not, I mean, and the worst part of it is the pre-existing condition how can anybody want to go back to a time where you can't leave your job because if you lose your insurance and you've had breast cancer, you can't get new insurance? Right. You know, why are we retweeting pictures of teachers, you know, d- getting donated sick days so they don't get fired because they got cancer? I mean, these are not heartwarming stories. These are right. bad stories. Right. And I don't want to live in that country anymore. I mean, I, know, don't I don't either. Or-
1: I don't want to live in a world that people have to be afraid for their lives if they get sick. And right. it's just, it's right. like, oh, you know, that doesn't make me not a capitalist. And, and I, I'm i really getting tired of being called a socialist by people who I am much better at capitalism than.
3: It's well, dry- who also don't understand what the word means. I mean, you know, no offense to Fox, but, you know, they famously have this retweeted. Yeah. tweeted clip from this morning we defeated communist japan you know right. i mean just because the word communist or the word socialist which they use you know interchangeably and sometimes they mean fascist right you know we we have someone local who's much closer to fascism than anyone we've ever had in that office yeah. and they use these you know socialism's the new slur They don't really know what it means. And they like their social security. So if you
1: They love their social security. security. Right. And and by the way, there's socialism in the name.
3: (laughs) That's right. It's not even hiding.
1: It's socialism security, America. (laughs) Right. Just for the record. You know, I mean it it is a socialist program. (laughs) Medicare they like too. That's a socialist program. The VA, (laughs) they like it. You right. know, I mean, they're in a public employees union and they get a pension. Socialism. That's right.
3: That's right. No. And, and that's what, you know, the Affordable Care Act wasn't even close to being that. Right. It's just, it was it actually was Mitt
1: Romney's different. capitalist version of health care for all, which is not a horrible thing. All right, Janet. Yeah. I got 30 seconds left with you. Where are you going to be? What do you want people to know about you?
3: I will be on HLN Saturday morning uh, talking about that man in Colorado who apparently murdered his wife and children, Uh, you know, the the latest one. And I'm working to elect Gwen Graham, the first woman governor of Florida. Oh,
1: please. Please, Gwen Graham. (laughs) Yes. Secret. And please, Senator Nelson.
3: Oh, yes. Hang on.
1: Senator He's going to win. He's going to win. 75,000 okay, Puerto Ricans just moved to Florida and are voting in this election. All right, Janet Johnson, we love you. Follow her on Twitter at JJohnsonLaw. Taking your calls. Other side of the break, 631 451 1039. You're listening to the Chris Han Show. Keep your words out. I'll be right back.
0: The Chris Hahn Show.
2: All right, I'm back. And I know I'm live and I am I taking your calls at another
1: 631-451-1039. Another 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the National Conversation. Don't forget to catch me tomorrow night on Fox News. I'm either going to be on at 8 or 10. Check me out on Twitter at Christopher Hahn if you want to uh, catch up with that. I'll be on on Saturday night at 9.30 for sure. And then I'll be on again on Monday uh, at 10 o'clock on the Fox News channel. 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation. 631-451-1039 to join the conversation right now. Uh, Look, guys, I am... uh, I'm just perplexed that we have a president that is so boldly abusing his power, and there's so many people willing to defend it, Uh, and there's no Republicans in Congress that are willing to stand up to it. Driving me crazy. 631-451-1039. Let me go to Mike in the car. Michael, how you doing? I'm doing great, Chris. How are you tonight? Good. Thanks for calling in. Drive safely.
0: Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> That's what I'm doing. Good. dance
1: Good. What's on your mind?
0: Well, I'm just saying, have you had a chance to see the trailer for Michael Moore's new uh, movie, Eleven Nine?
1: I have not. I have not.
0: Oh, okay. Well, take a look at the trailer, but also look and see if you can find the extended trailer.
1: Okay. And I guess
0: it's uh, a recording of him. It might have been when he was on Broadway talking about how um, we are in the situation we are in with Trump when he went to the Midwest and, you know, affectionately known as the Rust Belt. Right. And what he says there, it goes back to old what Mark Twain said, you know, it's easy to fool somebody than to
1: convince them they've been fooled. Yeah. You know, I mean...
0: Take a look at the clip or the extended
1: clip and just hear what you he I to will, say. and I, you know what, I, I kind of get it, and I, I watched Michael Moore's special from the Rust Belt, and thanks for your call, Mike, and I, and it, very clearly, the people in the Rust Belt who voted for Trump, uh, were disappointed in America. Not just Democrats; they were, were disappointed Republicans. They just disappointed. Uh, because they felt like their jobs were going away and Trump went over there and said, no, I'm going to fight for you. And that's, that's why he got elected America. I mean, it was a very small amount of people who had to shift their votes in those States and frankly, Hillary Clinton did not do the job of convincing those people to support her. So it was very clear to me, uh, you know, that that was the case. And Michael Moore, I think, made a pretty good case of that when he did that uh, that special in the Midwest. Um, it was, I think, it was called Michael Moore from Trumpland. And I have not seen his new uh, film yet, or the or the trailer for it, but I'm sure I'll check it out. I tend to what like did you say the Michael, name of it? Was Eleven Nine? Eleven Nine? Yeah, it was Fahrenheit Eleven Nine. I think it's called. His first big movie was called Fahrenheit Not Eleven. Well, his first big movie was called Roger and Me. It was a good movie. Um, uh, that was back in the 80s. It was about uh, the head of uh, GM moving out of Flint, Michigan. It was a big deal. Put, put him on the map. He made a bunch of, of smaller documentaries. And then Fahrenheit 9-11 was like the, one of the biggest grossing uh, uh, documentaries of all time. So I'm definitely going to check that out because uh, Michael Moore, you know, some people like to paint him as this crazy liberal. Michael Moore is not, uh, he's not a crazy liberal. I wouldn't even say he's a liberal. I would say he's he's progressive on a lot of things, but he's a working man's progressive. He's a filmmaker that came out of Michigan and whose family worked for the automakers. And he kind of grew up in that blue collar working class community and saw that life Uh, That was made a good life that was made for many Americans disappear. And he started, you know, uh, doing films about it in the 1980s. Uh, And it's, you know, reached a boiling point now. So I don't know, I, I'll check it out, but that's not, I didn't want to spend the entire night talking about Michael Moore, 631-451-1039 is my number if you want to be part of the national conversation, 631-451-1039, but I will check that out, thanks Mike in the car, 631-451-1039 uh, if you want to be part of the national conversation. It is, uh, I, I want to just get back to this whole perplexing thing though, like he, he's right, Easier to fool somebody than to convince people that they've been fooled, but people are going to have to get convinced that they're being fooled by this man. He's taking credit for jobs that he wasn't in office when they were created. The last 19 months of the Obama administration created more jobs than the first 19 months of the Trump administration. Those are facts. But try to convince people that have been fooled by this man, this charlatan, this snake oil salesman of a president. That they've been fooled. Very hard to do, America. But when the man is out there abusing his office, obstructing justice, I mean, look, he's admitted to obstructing justice with this Brennan thing. He's admitted to obstructing justice when he said he fired Comey because of the Russia thing. Both of them fired because of the Russia thing. Not fired, I mean, Brennan lost his clearance. That's an admission of obstruction of justice. Now, again, America, I don't know if you could be indicted if you're a sitting president of the United States. You probably can't be. But Congress could put a check on you. They could remove you, they could censure you, they could slow your agenda, they could withhold funding from initi- initiatives. It is time for a member of the United States Senate to switch sides and give subpoena power to people who are actually going to investigate this president. You need to switch sides and give subpoena power to people who are going to investigate this president, and you need to do it now. You need to do it before November. Switch sides now and give subpoena power to your colleagues who are going to really use it. Who we're going to open up committees to the public so we can see what's going on. You know, when, when he first started, when he first became president, they, you know, Congress thought they were going to take on Comey. And they started dragging him in. Kind of looked like the Watergate hearings. And the president's numbers were impacted very negatively. Since then, all of these hearings, for the most part, with the exception of like Peter Strzok and people they really wanted to try to attack, have been behind closed doors. We need to have hearings in the public and we need to have a Congress to hold the president accountable. And, you know, November's coming, America. November's coming. And I know I've got a lot of young people who listen to me on their on the podcast network. I, uh, I hope to God you are telling your friend, listen, if you're listening to me, you're, you're clearly interested in politics. But talk to your 20 or 30 friends who aren't. Who don't care about politics and particularly don't care about an election in the midterms. Get them out to vote. Get them out to vote. Make sure they vote for somebody who's going to put a check on this president. I'm not telling you who to vote. I don't endorse candidates. I don't do that. It's not my thing. I'm not going to tell you to vote Democrat or Republican. But it seems to be one party wants to hold the check, hold the president accountable. and One party wants to let him do whatever he wants. And that's not the way it's supposed to be. I mean, Congress has become too partisan where people say, well, if my guy does, it's okay. I mean, we had people calling about the IRS issue. Okay, so if the IRS thing, which believe me, was completely fake, but let's say it was true for a minute. If that IRS scandal over the Obama administration was true and the president really was auditing his political enemies and you think that's bad, well, don't you think it's bad when this president does it too? When he's using his office His official office to inflict punishment on his political opponents? That's like banana republic nonsense. Has no place in our republic, our constitutional democratic republic. 631 451 1039 is my number 631 451 1039. Got a few minutes left for you. I could take a little calls for, the I don't know, about 10 minutes, 631-451-1039 if you want to get in the national conversation. Don't forget I'm on the Fox News channel on Friday night at 8, maybe 10. Check me on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn. I'll be on Saturday night at 9.30, and I'll be on Monday night at 10. So uh, check me out there. Um, Be doing a lot of other stuff next week, too. Just follow me on Twitter, at Christopher Hahn on Twitter. That's the best way to, to check me out. I got to talk about Sarah Sanders for a minute. I mean, she is the president's propagandist. I mean, this, is, this, is, this has gone on long enough. I hate saying bad things about her because I know her dad. And I like her dad. I don't agree with her dad. I know him and I like him. He's, he's the kind of guy you can't help but like. Mike Huckabee. She's Sarah Huckabee Sanders. We stopped saying Huckabee. I heart Huckabee. Mike Huckabee. I like them. She's trying to make a name for herself, you know? No, I think the president doesn't want her using her dad's (laughs) name because he primaried him for like a week. I mean, he wasn't even on the main stage Mike Huckabee. He didn't make it to the main stage. But, I mean, Sarah Huckabee Sanders will lie about everything. Yet, when MSNBC's Kristen Welker, I guess she's NBC's Kristen Welker, I think she's the NBC White House correspondent now, asked her... If the president had ever used the N-word, she, she had some problems answering the questions. Play the clip for me. Sarah, have
3: you asked the president if he's ever used the N-word? Uh, the president uh, addressed that question directly via Twitter. I'd refer you back to him. I can certainly say I've never heard him use uh, that term or anything similar. Have you asked him directly, Sarah? Uh, the president, I didn't have to because he addressed it to the American people all at one time. Why haven't you asked him directly? Uh, Again, the president answered that question directly uh, on Twitter earlier today. Can you stand at the podium and guarantee the American people they will never hear Donald Trump utter the N-word on a recording in any context? Uh, I can't guarantee uh, anything, but I can tell you that the president addressed this question directly. I can tell you that I've never heard it.
1: Wow. That's a wow, Mike. Mike, that is a huge wow. When they say, can you uh, guarantee us that I'll never say it at any type of recording? It's, it's, you can't say no. You don't know what he's going to say. Yeah, ever. but it almost seems like she heard him say it on a recording. Mm-hmm. Uh, my reading of that is, no, I can't guarantee it because you're going to hear a recording with him on it. The recording, my, I can't guarantee it because I read her book and everything in the book's true. So I don't know why that wouldn't be true. I think that's what she's saying. Right. <laughs> I I mean, I was there. I lived it. I saw the book. I saw Amorosa's book. I read the book. I have been there. I knew her. She used to sit in the briefing rooms. Amorosa used to sit in the briefing rooms when Sarah Huckabee Sanders would give her briefings.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's crazy in its own mind.
1: Yeah, it, it's crazy that we're talking about Amorosa now. I Still, I, yeah. I enjoyed season one of The Apprentice. I, I really did. And How she, long ago was that? I was like 15, 13 years ago, Holy right? Holy smokes. And, and, and she was very good. She's a great reality TV villain. She's fantastic at it. Now she's the president's... She, I, I, I don't know that she's going to bring the president down, but she sure is driving the president crazy. I mean, the last couple days, the president has... First of all, he called her a dog, which is... It's despicable. Um, she keeps dripping out tapes, right? Now... You know, Mike, I, I say this all the time, and, and it hasn't really hurt Trump yet, but it's the drip, 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 drip that kills political careers. Mm-hmm. You never die from a, a big flood, blow. Yeah. It's always the drip, drip, drip. It's just like, funny how many, how many people have just recordings of, they can just record the president whenever yeah. they uh, you know? <laughs> so now you got the Michael Cohen recordings... And you got the Omarosa recordings. It's insane. And clearly Omarosa's got a lot of recordings. She's like holding them back because every time she goes on another show, she's like, hey, I got a recording of the president. Can you put me on your show so I can sell some more books? Exactly. She's not dumb. dumb. (laughs) She's not dumb. (laughs) No, she is not dumb. And she is probably going to spend the next three weeks driving the president insane. And every time she does a little recording, she releases another audio tape of the president. He tweets something ridiculous or he does something ridiculous. Look, he, he, they send out Sarah Huckabee Sanders to say that uh, he's withdrawn the uh, security clearance for, for Brennan and that he might do it for other people like Sally Yates, Comey, and McCabe, who doesn't even have security clearance. So it's a so she's gonna come back. you know, I, I'm sure she'll take Friday off because Friday's not a good news day. And she'll be on one of the Sunday programs, probably on Sunday morning, or she'll do something Monday. But there's going to be another tape. Today, we heard the president's daughter-in-law offering her that $15,000 a month job that Trump said she never offered her. Well, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, Omarosa says, there's a tape of Trump using the N-word. I can't guarantee anything, she says, because she knows there's tapes everything. She has the hardest job in politics. She is one of them, despicable. The, the way she just try to spin everything, it spins I, on. I mean, I used to be like when the president first took office and said that he might not have daily press briefings, I was s- disturbed by that because it's such a tradition the press briefing, you find out what's going on. I'm at the point where I think that maybe they shouldn't have press briefings anymore because it's, it's, it's. She's like, um, she's like Bagdad Bob. I mean, she's basically lying to the American people every day. I mean, I was on with Sean Spicer and I was on TV. With, I was debating Sean Spicer. Could you freaking believe this? That's awesome. Like I'm debating Sean Spicer, a schmuck like me. Yeah. <laughs> like he was the, the press secretary to the president of the United States less than a year ago. I'm on TV debating him.
3: That's, that's now,
1: awesome. I, I've been on TV with Dana Perino, who was, but she was hosting. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know, it, he's, he's debating me. Six months after nine months after he was working in the White House. The guy had a decent reputation before he was press secretary. You know, I didn't agree with him. You know, we trusted him. I liked him. I used to debate him before he was press secretary. He has no reputation at all right now. He has a reputation of the guy who went out there and said. Who On the first day, he was secretary press secretary to the president of the United States. Biggest job. He had to feel horrible about this, Mike. First day, the inauguration. We have pictures of Obama's inauguration. It's not like we're trying to remember what happened in 2008. We remember it because we have pictures of 9 million people at the counter, or 3 million, whatever it was, millions of people who flooded to the mall in Washington, D.C. to watch the first African-American be sworn in as president. President Trump's crowds were clearly smaller. You put the photographs next to each other. The mall hasn't changed. You see where there's no people. You see where there's people. He goes out there, first day, biggest job of his life, probably always dreamed of having a job like this. Mm -hmm. Now he has it, and he's lying to the American people. The president's inaugural crowd size was the largest in history Period. The photo was obviously doctored. So, <laughs> <laughs> <The> fu- <laughs> you thought Obama's crowds were doctored? Both of them. Well, no, uh, no, no. I'm kidding. No! I'm, I'm making a joke. I know you're part. making a joke. It's a bad joke. You see, problem is some of the dopes that called in before <laughs> believe, believe you. He lied. He lied, and he was like getting the. Uh, he, he was calling up the National Park Service. The president was threatening the National Park Service. Now. Sarah Sanders is, but here's the thing about when, when, when spicy lied like that, he looked pained. He looked like, oh my God, I can't believe I have to do this to keep this job. The president was not kind to him yet. He's still saying nice things about it because there's a financial relationship there. It might not be a non-disclosure. It might not be a non-disparagement agreement. It is a, an agreement a gentleman's agreement. They're sending business his way to this pack he started. He's going to make his living on this pack, you know, basically stealing money from little old ladies in Peoria. Okay, that's what it is. You're scamming little old ladies in Peoria now, Sean. That's what you're doing for a living. But at least he looked pained. Sarah Huckabee, Sarah Sanders, she seems to enjoy lying to the press like it's a sport to her. And that's the thing is, like I you know, her dad. I I didn't agree with Mike Huckabee. I think Mike Huckabee is way to the right. He's kind of like Mike Pence, like a more folksy, more sincere Mike Pence. But I liked him. I thought when I talked to him I was getting his honest opinions. And I didn't think he'd just go up there and just boldly lie. Hey, every politician spins, America. That's, that's just a fact. But Huckabee just lies. I mean, her boss lies, right? The fish rots from the head. But lies. Day in, day out, and just seems to enjoy it. Like, she seems to like it, Mike. Mike. You know, they saying, like, you know, she for sport, you know, something yeah. to get out of something to look, maybe look forward to, so make sure she has to. Right.
2: I don't know, give, give her a little happiness. I, I don't know. I don't know. I what don't it know. Is, but
1: she must have had a. I, I, she, I, I, I don't want to say she had a tough childhood. But I know her dad.
2: She got to prove to him she could do it. Yeah.
1: Know. All right. I think we've had enough. <laughs> I want to thank you all for listening. I want to thank everybody who called in tonight, even though you disagree with me. Keep it up. And I want to remind you to seek the truth. Question everything and question everyone, even me, America, especially the president. Seek the truth. I know it's out there and I know you'll find it. And I'll be back here again next week to tell you the truth as I see it. I'm Chris Hahn.
3: Thanks for listening, America. Wish our weekdays away, spend our weekends in bed
0: Han Show podcast is recorded live at 103.9 FM
1: in New York at Long Island News Radio. This podcast was sent to Face Off Unlimited headquarters in Astoria, Queens, and was edited by Joe Tex. Executive producers are Joe Tex, Jay Painter, and Eric Robinson. FOU Studios is a property of Face Off Unlimited, LLC. I'm Peter Hargarden, the senior producer of Podcasts here, and on behalf of everyone who worked on the show, we'd like to thank you, the listener, for tuning in. Subscribe to catch all of our other podcasts here on the FOU Studios Podcast Network. To learn more about Chris and to find out about his upcoming television appearances, follow him on Twitter at Christopher Hahn and at ChristopherHahn.com. To learn more about FOU, connect with us via social media at
0: FOUstudios and visit us at FOUstudios.com.